You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Well, daggum. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Well Daggum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, Well, daggum. I learned something today. I want to say a big thank you to everybody out there following and subscribing and liking and commenting on the, the interweb statuses and all that different stuff or through Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We appreciate you sharing uh, and getting it out there for more people to hear so that they can be blessed in their ear holes with the Well Daggum goodness. Uh, keep on doing all that stuff, folks. Get out there on iTunes, rate and review. Leave a little something about what you think about the show, whether it's good or bad. Leave a five-star rating so that when the ratings get up high enough and the reviews get up high enough, it gets out to way more people because they can look us up way easier that way. So make sure to get out there and do that, folks. It helps us out a lot here at the podcast. So. Uh, other than that, tonight on the show, we have a good friend, uh, Jason Weffenstead, or a.k.a. J-Man. How's it going, J-Man? Hey, what's going on, man? Been a pretty good day, been a little busy and stuff, but other than that, it's going great. Good, that's good to hear. Now, J-Man and I, we used to work together a little bit. We, we from, we're both from Martin County, Kentucky, uh, so we've known each other a little bit through that, but we both worked, each, worked with each other uh, at a job there in the county for a short time. We got to know each other a little bit, uh, and ever since I started the podcast, I always think of J-Man because he's got some of the funnest and craziest <laughs> stories you've ever heard. Would you would you really call it work though? No, yeah, we we had a job together. I wouldn't really call it work. We we, we got a paycheck sometimes for uh, for just getting a paycheck, I guess. Yeah, uh, most of the time. I'm, I'm glad we got out when we did before they got in all kinds of trouble. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe they can't find that out that, that it was really us that didn't do it. Right? Yeah. That, <laughs> who didn't put a water line in here? Well, yeah, there's supposed to be one here, but there's not. <laughs> they they signed off on it, I guess. <laughs> But now, J-Man also, uh, throughout his life, has been coaching uh, basketball and baseball and several other sports, I'm sure. Uh, but he's been doing coaching uh, pretty much all of his life. Always been involved, always been an athletic person, and uh, and he's got quite a few stories to share about it. So why don't you go ahead and kick us off, J-Man? All right. Well, you know, I was uh, pretty blessed when I was in school to be able to, you know, I went to Paintful over there, and I know a lot of people don't. <laughs> don't like it from Martin County over there, but I was a painful tiger and went over there. But I got, you know, I, I was able to play for three of probably the best coaches that were out there with football, baseball, and basketball, and Coach Brew in football, um, Charlie Atkins in baseball, and Bill Micronion in basketball. And like I said, three of the great coaches. I think all three of them are in the Hall of Fame for coaching and everything. But just, you know, had the luxury of being able to play under them and with a lot of great players. And then, you know, moved on, had kids of my own, and, and started coaching there and just plenty of stories from high school from uh, uh, getting out you know just coaching youth league games and now I'm still coaching high school uh, you know assistant coach up here for Martin County Lady Cardinals yep. uh, and, and coaching with them so still doing it at the high school level and my kids have moved on and went on to college and getting out of college so I, I, I'm just you know kind of hanging around just love to do it and if you've ever been in coaching and you don't have a story about a great coach, then you've not coached with a great coach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's 
kind of crazy. And I know you, I know you, you went to school, and I like to call him one of my friends, Coach Hall. From it's over at Johnson Central now. He coached at Martin County for a long time. Coached baseball here for a long time. Great coach. So yeah. you know, I mean, been a lot of coaches come and go. And Coach Hager's been over here. Right. You know, Josh Muncy's in here now, doing a great job with the football and wrestling program. Yep. Just a bunch of good coaches that have been around in my life, and and like I said, all of them. I, I can probably tell you a story on every one of them. Right. And <laughs> they probably wouldn't want you to, but you could do it anyway. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of them. And, and I can tell you stories from my day that now, you know, I mean, coaches today can't coach the way they used to. Right. And oh, I, yeah. I don't, know if that's a, I don't know if that's really a good thing or a bad thing as far as coaching-wise. Right. You know, I mean, as far as how you can coach a kid. Uh, a lot of kids today – not very coachable, I don't think. Right. You know, and I mean, and I would think if I'm a college coach, that's what I'm gonna look at. Right. You know, that's gonna be my main look is their attitude and are they coachable? Right. Yeah, because back in the day, you could be hard headed and they'd knock it out of you. Nowadays, you're hard headed and you just kind of don't play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's like said, you know, back in our day, you know, I mean, they had some cuss words, and you know, but I mean, I played played baseball at Paintsville High School when you know they won state championship in 1990 and won 20 games a year the whole time we were in high school. Yep. And, you know, and it played for a great coach. But you were almost, you know, you, you played hard because you didn't want to get jumped onto. Right. You know, you knew. <laughs> but then again, the next day at school, you know that coach was going to come up to you and say, hey, buddy, what's going on? Yeah. You know, and be your friend. It's nothing personal. But sometimes I think, like I said, parents have kind of stepped in the way of, of letting a kid get coached and kind of jumped onto. And, and when you get in the real world, it kind of, you know, Kind of, you can tell the ones that did and the ones that didn't. Right. Yeah. You, you, they can get pretty babyfied nowadays. It seems like. <laughs> yeah, but I said a couple of stories on Coach Atkins, and then I've got some middle. I got a middle school wrestling story that you're probably gonna love. Here, <laughs> with a mutual friend of ours. Okay. Um, but no, playing at Paintsville High School, I have a couple of stories. I remember our, our catcher one time missed the ball. It rolled behind him and was laying up against the fence, and uh, he's running around. You know, he's in a circle trying to look for the ball. You know, you know, as a catcher, you, you really can't see a whole lot. You got to take your mask off, and then you don't know where everything's at. Right. He's running around looking for the ball, and you know, the infield's going right, 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 and he's looking, still can't find it. And finally, finds it, and the kid that was on first goes all the way to third. Yeah. Coach Atkins comes out of that dugout, and he goes, "Daggone it, Pete!" And I'm gonna use some PG words here. Yeah, okay. The way it was, the way it was told to me. He's like, "Damn, gone it, Pete! If it's made, if it's painted fluorescent orange and made noises, you, you couldn't find the dang ball." <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, you know, just little stuff like that. You know, like my my senior year in high school, we're getting ready to play a game. I'm out in right field, and my buddy Ashley Blanton's out in center field, and uh, we're pitching, and, and Pete's behind the plate, and the pitcher throws one and it hits the front of the plate and bounces over the backstop. Yeah. Well, Pete comes out and goes, "Coach." Need another ball. <laughs> and, and Atkins turns around and goes, another ball? Where's the ball I give you? He goes, Kevin threw it over the backstop. <laughs> he's like, how in the heck did somebody throw a ball over the backstop? <laughs> and, and a few more choice words. And he comes out of the dugout and he goes, I've had enough. Seniors, go to the house. Now, take, we're getting ready to play a district ball game. Oh, man. <laughs> and he goes, seniors, I've had enough. Go to the house. <laughs>
big man, yeah. his neck would turn blood red when he'd get mad and he'd get real high pitched and he'd come out of that dugout and he's like, don't you two idiots know what grade you're in? <laughs> you, you don't want to mess with high pitch, coach. No, no, when he was a big man and got high pitched, you knew he was mad. And, uh, you know, and he's like, don't you two idiots know what grade you're in? Get off the field. I don't want to see you in the parking lot. I don't want to see you at the grocery store, and I don't want to see you at the chicken house tonight. <laughs> and, and, you know, and see us home before district baseball game. Oh, my goodness. You know, because he thought we were messing around before a game. Yeah. Yeah. And and like I said, kids today, I, I think you know a lot of them. You give them a jersey, and they expect to play, not earn to play. Right. Yeah. You know, and and that's like I said, I try to make the game fun for everybody. But deep down inside, I know there's some kids that, and, and you know, and if everybody else would admit it, but some kids just aren't cut out to play basketball what? or football or baseball. Right. But what? they want to be part of a team. Which, like, if that were to happen nowadays, if a coach were to yell at a whole senior class or junior class and send them all home like that, they'd probably transfer schools. Oh, yeah, the kids would transfer schools or the <laughs> parents would try to get a law school that he embarrassed their kids. Right, right. You know, and that's like I said, I mean, and, and, and it never, it didn't embarrass me. Right. I didn't want to be embarrassed. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't, I tried to play the game that way it was supposed to be played, right. you know, and play serious about it and go on. And if you're not out there to win, you don't need to be out there. Right. I understand. <laughs> but, but like I said, but you can have fun with it as well. Yeah. And, and like I said, I love those coaches, but they got on to me when I deserved it. You know, and, and then the next morning they'd say, hey, here's money. Go down to food line and get us a chicken dinner for lunch or go get us breakfast at McDonald's or whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah. Here's money, go get it. And never, you know, never talked about it again. Right. In the heat of the moment it happened, but after that it was done. That's right. You know, and I don't think anything was ever personal, and it's never personal today. But, like, so my first uh, experience coaching girls basketball when I took over the middle school program up here, kind of raised my voice and two of them cried. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is going to be right for me or not. But, you know, you kind of adjust and, and go on and, and get on to them. And luckily I was blessed to coach my own daughter, so she took the brunt of most of it right, for everybody right. else. And then my, my youngest one caught the same thing. <laughs> so I got the got the pleasure of coaching them, got the pleasure of coaching my son in baseball and then he got into um wrestling and a good story about a good buddy of ours, old John Mills. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> we uh one year our our I think Bryce and Braden were probably two years apart, maybe three years apart. Right. And uh the middle school wrestling tournament come up, the state tournament. Well, they really didn't have a coach and didn't have anybody that could take them that weekend to go to the wrestling tournament. So me and John were like, well, we'll go coach them. Yeah. Now, bear in mind, I have no – I went a whole year and didn't know how they scored. I was I was thinking, I remember a story something like that, of you guys didn't know anything about <laughs> no, wrestling. No, 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 the only thing I knew was like a Stone Cold Stunner. You know Get him in the that's Cobra Clutch. That's, yeah, that's the only wrestling I know. I'll put you in the Scorpion Death Lock. You know? But, uh, you know, I mean, it's a Stinger Splash or whatever. But Right. So I'm, you know, so I'm like, oh man, these kids aren't going to get wrestled in the state tournament. Right. John, let's take them. Yeah. So we load up, go down, take them to Frankfurt to go wrestle in the in the middle school state tournament. <laughs> well, first they they messed up when they give us hospitality passes. <laughs> you know, meals we tore the hospitality room up. I don't think anybody ever eat like we'd eat in there. Yeah, you thought we hadn't had a meal in about a month or two. Well. You know, there's a, I guess, a half Nelson, you know, run the, run the full, um, 
uh, I don't know, you know, there's all kinds of different terms. I'll take, I never got to wrestle. I'll take your word for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I never got to do it in high school, but there's all these different terms and stuff. Well, being the guy that I was and never wrestled, I didn't know what to do. So I was like, the only thing well, I, when when the kids would go out on the mat, I was like, get up, get up. <laughs> you know, just get up. Well, and they were like, no, they they have to be down on all yeah. fours for this position. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, okay. So well, then I'm get down, like, right, get down. Shaking everybody's hand, you know, not really knowing what to do after the match. So, all right, hey, what's up, man? You know, but so I had no clue what was going on. So I really didn't say a whole lot. That's odd for me because yeah. you know that I, I like to talk a lot. A little bit, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get out there and we're out there and we're coaching. Well, John Sun gets up there and he starts wrestling. You know, he's doing this. Well, I, John's sitting beside of me. If you've ever been to a wrestling match, it's pretty pretty loud, and there's usually five or six different matches going on right, at the same, same time. time down yeah. there on the floor. So, it's, I mean, you got to yell for somebody to hear you. Right. Well, I'm sitting there, and, and I hear, hear John's going, crawl space, crawl space. <laughs> I'm like, crawl space? What is... What is cross space? Gotta, I'm like, the only cross space I know is under a house. I was going to say, you got to hook the cable back up or something? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, I'm going, cross space. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, yeah, cross space, Braden. Because I'm like, well, John obviously knows what he's talking about. Because he, he's yelling, you know, he's yelling loud. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to yell if they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> well, it wasn't cross space, it was cross face. Oh. <laughs> Well, that sounds that sounds like a John Mills thing to do. I was like, you know what? That that sounds about right. Yeah, so, so I think that was when we went and hit the hospitality room in there. Yeah, so we've just, uh, you know, like I said, I, I've been blessed, man, to, to coach and do this stuff. And, and there's a million messages, you know, I mean, a million different things that I, I could say, you know, about coaching and about being around other coaches. And, right. and there's just something, you know, I'm sure you've got stories, too, from high school listening to coaches and being around them and doing stuff and yeah. it's just you know it's amazing man some of the talent that's in this area and the coaches that are in here and what the kids got and it's just kind of you know this area is kind of sheltered from the rest of the world oh yeah that's the truth now i, I never was a athlete i was athletic but i never did play on the teams because i i was from turkey creek and i just felt like oh they don't want me in there and <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah i can understand that but but that's like i said that's uh, you know I want every kid to play, but like, you know, and, and like, you know, some kids just aren't set out to do it, right. but they want to be a part of the team, and that's awesome. You need those players on a team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were so many boys growing up there in the county. I know uh, I was in vocational school over there, and it was a separate building from the high school, and I'd go over, and, and during our breaks, them boys would get out playing basketball, and they're some of the most backwood feathers you've ever seen. You know, they're out there with their dips in, shooting ball, and, and doing all this stuff during break, and there was some of the best players I'd ever seen that had more holes in their pants than they did in their head, you know. And <laughs> yeah, the, the lunchroom players, what we called them. Oh, yeah, man. And that's like I said, there was good talent in there. Oh, yeah, there know? really and, was. And, but, yeah, you know, I guess some kids are afraid, well, I don't have much money, my parents can't you know, afford right. to do this and stuff. And I want every kid to come out and play. Right. You know, and, and that's, that's what's awesome about it. It's life lessons. You know, it's not necessarily about wins and losses all the time, especially, you know, at the middle school level and right. and, and even at the high school level. It's still about being ready for life and, and, and teaching a kid right from wrong, and, and hopefully they learn something from you. And uh, It always makes you feel good when you have parents come up to you and pat you on the back and say, hey, you know, my daughter was glad you're at practice today or something. That's just something I've overlooked yeah. for a long time. 
Yeah. You know, it is what it really means to a kid to be there. Then I want to make it fun for them, man. And, right. and we've been, especially this year, been blessed with a with a basketball crew that was ranked preseason number one in the region. Right. Um, we got a big game this Friday night. You know, we're playing the All A tournament up in Pikeville. Um, so, like I said, still coaching, still in there with it. We've had some bad luck. Our head coach, one of our assistant coach, passed away within the last year. So, right. you know, I think I talked to you earlier. It's kind of a kind of a, a team they write documentaries about, you know, or a movie about and stuff in there. Oh yeah, and, and it couldn't be couldn't be set up better. Right. Yeah, it, it's been a real sad year. That's for sure. I know uh, we were talking about uh, Pam Maynard there. She was my godmother growing up. She uh, she spent a lot of time with my older brother uh, when when he was younger. He was about ten years older than me, so they got to spend a lot of time together. And, and he was there for all the different stuff of helping out with coaching and stuff. She was my uh, elementary uh, principal over at Turkey Creek when I was a little kid, and and uh, real close with her. I really loved her to death. We we'd grown apart in the years. Uh, just you know, getting older and getting families and moving away and stuff like that. And um, and I know even before that, like you said, you lost your head coach in the same year. And uh, just uh, real rough licks to be taken as a team. Uh, that's for sure, man. Yeah, but it's a uh, one. You know, they'll come in through. We've got we've got a great bunch of young kids right now, and right. you know, Robin Newsom's doing a heck of, heck of a job with them. You know, we basically had them. I think we figured up today. We've had them about ten weeks total. Right. <laughs> you know, so trying to trying to come into we're midway through the season and still don't have plays in and everything else but it's uh you know she's a great coach and i've got stories i don't know if she'd want me to tell you some of the stories about her when we go to florida and got run over by a scooter and got a uh, <laughs> a stroller caught her poncho one day and about jerked her into a swimming pool oh, and, no. <laughs> all kind of, she uh something always happens you know when we go on those florida trips with her and everything so we kind of we got through this last trip you know without that and then got home and, and Pam passed away on us and yeah. but now like I said if you know Pam she wouldn't have had it any other way right yeah that's and, what everybody kept talking about her family members and stuff of how she got to experience one of the things that she wanted to go through uh right before she left us and stuff that was an awesome thing that she got to go down there and and, and be a part with the girls and and even got to make it all the way back and just have a good time that way so yeah it couldn't have, couldn't have happened any better of a way I don't figure yeah, that's say if there's a way to go out, that's the way I'd like to do it myself. You right. know, I mean, it's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, you know, why don't enjoy yourself on the way out? But, right. You know, she's the whole county's missing a not only a great coach, just a great person. I was glad to call her my friend and everything. And we had we had a lot of good times. Got plenty of stories with her about stuff. Right. <laughs> but like I said, just different coaches got different things. You know, the, the head coach Jim Rice that used to be the coach that passed away in a car accident one time. I I didn't get to go on a trip with him and had to work and my wife went said they went to i guess like a uh, golden corral you know or ryan steakhouse or somewhere we've got a buffet and yeah real high class there, yeah yeah <laughs> said they were said they were they were sitting there eating i said she kind of looked over and said tim sat down and he had two big baked potatoes on his plate I said he eat his plate eat both them baked potatoes went back and got another plate eat his plate eat both those baked potatoes went back and got another plate man oh carb loading <laughs> yeah eat six baked potatoes oh my meal. goodness but Jackie called me that night, you know, my wife calls me and goes, Jason, she goes, you're going to have to talk to him. You know, <laughs> and she's like, ah, you know, I'll kind of worry about him, you know, he's going to have to watch what he's eating and stuff. And I was like, why? And she told me what he did. Well, like, that was on a, on a Saturday night. Well, I got to see him on Monday at practice. I come in and I said, I heard a bad story on you. <laughs> he said, what's that? And I said, well, let me ask you this question. He said, go ahead. I said, how does one man eat six baked potatoes in one setting. <laughs> and without missing a beat, Josh, he said, easy, with a fork. <laughs> 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 and, you know, just, I was like, 
right. That's some real Mother Teresa stuff. One bite at a time, J-Man. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, so from now on, you know how to eat six baked potatoes at one sitting with a fork. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but like I said, I've, I've had some great coaches. I can tell you stories about basketball with Coach Runyon, stories about football with Coach Brew, told you some stories about baseball and everything. One quick one before we get off here. Yeah. And if this happened to – if this was to happen today, somebody would – one of the coaches would probably be in jail. We go to Myrtle <laughs> Beach for spring break my senior year. Yeah. So, you know, we take a big yellow bus down all the way to Myrtle Beach. So we get down there and, well, you know, it gets hot during the middle of the day at Myrtle Beach. Right. So we, coach, we'd practice in the morning. Then during the middle of the day, we just kind of hang out at the hotel, you know. And in the evening, we go play ball games. Yeah. Well, it was super hot one day. And we got out of practice that morning – he come out. He said, "Y'all can go to the pool for a little bit, but don't be spending all day out there and getting wore out." Yeah, don't so, don't get drained. Yeah, yeah, don't get drained. So we're like, all right. So what do we do? We lay out there for like four hours straight, <laughs> and, then, and then a couple hours before the ball game, we go to our room. Well, the air conditioner's cranking, ice cold. Everybody goes, "Ah, oh, man, let's lay down and take a nap." Yeah. So we hop in there and lay down and take a nap. We're supposed to catch the bus at like probably five thirty ish. It's like 4 o'clock, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, we'll be back up plenty of time. <laughs> but, well, I'm laying in bed, and I'm the closest one to the window over there. All of a sudden, I hear something backing up, and it sounds like a big diesel engine and air brakes, you know. Oh, and man. It backs up, and you hear the air brakes. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I'm like, what is, what's that noise? Yeah. I'm like, man, what time is it? Well, I roll over out of bed and run up, and I open the, open the curtains to the motel room. And look out the window, and the rest of the team's already on the bus, and coach is pulling out. Oh, no. He was just going to leave you. <laughs> yeah, he pops, a, pops the air brake and starts pulling out, looks over, sees me looking out the window, and waves at me. <laughs> <laughs> See you after the game, son. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, no. So I start kicking the beds. We all get out of bed, get up, and luckily one of our one of the other players, his parents, were still there. Yeah. So they, yeah, we hop in the car with them. They take us to the ball. We were Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coach never says a word. We get the equipment off the bus. We take it. He's got me and, the, and my three roommates that were in there with me. We're all starting. He's got us penciled in the lineup. Yeah. We all get out there. We stretch. We get ready to go. Like nothing's ever happened. Well, I see him standing there talking to the umpires at home plate. He's looking, like, pointing towards the outfield and around the outfield, like drawing a circle around the outfield. And I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> so we go on. Well, right before the game starts, he gets in there and he goes, hey, Sleeping Beauties, come here. <laughs> all four of us walk up there and he goes you see that fence and I went yeah he said find the end of it <laughs> we had to run a whole baseball game around the field and oh, if we stopped man. he hollered at us he came out of the dugout and hollered at us oh, the only geez. time we got to stop was when the pitcher was pitching and in between pitches we had to run behind the catcher <laughs> so he talked it up and was like hey this is what I'm going to do don't mess with him just let him run <laughs> Yeah. From then on, we were the first four people to ever get on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that's like I said, that taught me a lot that, you know, my wife gets mad at me now because all the time I, I'll tell her an hour and a half before we're supposed to leave right. when we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, hey, we're, we're leaving at, at nine when we don't have to leave till 1030 just so I know she's ready. He, he broke because something. Because I tell her, if you're on time, you're late. <laughs> you know, and if you're late, you're late. Yeah. <laughs> so he he, you, he you broke it out of you for sure. He broke some wild <laughs> horses, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, and that's like I said, that's my high school coach taught me that. Yeah. <laughs> because one time I was late to catch the bus. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's awesome. It's like I said, it, 
life lessons and, and, and doing stuff like that and, and kids are, you know, you've got kids that are, are going to get, we got two girls on the team this year that signed college scholarships that are over $120,000 a piece. Wow. So, you know, I mean, sports are definitely a, a good thing. You know, they're, they're going to Alice Lloyd and they're not going to pay a dime for a four-year degree. That's awesome. And, and get to play ball and do stuff. So I'm blessed to be a part of that. Yeah. I was blessed to, you know, Coach Carla Booth that was, you know, probably one of, one of if not the best, all-around, you know, girl athlete to come out of Sheldon Clark. Right. Yeah. That's awesome, and, man. And Ida Bowen, you know, Ida, my wife played with Ida Bowen. That was Miss Kentucky basketball. So this area's got a lot of, you know, I guess a lot of heritage and stuff that goes with it. Right. And, uh, you know, we got a new school this year. So right. it's awesome being a part of the last coaching staff at Sheldon Clark and being part of the first coaching staff at Martin County High School. And, right. and we're just going to have a have a good time with it. And the boys are having a good year, you know. And you got a couple boys over there. you got Trey James that's, you know, already got offers from Wake Forest and a couple wow. other you know, Division One schools, so yeah. a lot of athletes in this area. So I, I just want I want to invite everybody out to, you know, come down to Martin County, come to Eastern Kentucky, come to the 15th region and watch some basketball, football, yeah. baseball, and, and and these kids. And now you being, you know, in Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area up there, right. I'm sure you even get to see a lot more, you know, just stuff because there's so many more kids and more athletes. Up oh that yeah, it, it's crazy the kind of stuff that goes on. A lot of these uh, uh, all boy Catholic schools and all girl Catholic schools and stuff like that. There's some crazy crazy athletics that go on up in these places it's it's amazing to see what they have that's like i said i couldn't imagine it and i'd say the facilities are great you know and here in eastern kentucky we're getting a lot of great facilities you know i mean martin county just the baseball and softball field that are, are second to none right you know, and the new high school that we got especially up here that gym is beautiful oh yeah and if you've not seen it or gorgeous. seen pictures definitely need to come up there and check it out and we get a the good thing about it is we get a host district this year so everybody will get to see it for the boys and girls basketball tournament right. we'll be having it up there and you know, coming out to it, but we've just got, it, it, like I said, this area is great with talent, it's great with coaches, um, you know, if college coaches, if any of you are listening, there's talent in these hills. Yep, there sure is, man, that we ain't got a lot to offer in much other ways of big malls and uh, even having a Walmart or anything like that, but other than that, we we work with what we got and we do really well at it. That's it, brother. Hey, man, I just want to, I appreciate you having me on here tonight. Hey, man, I appreciate having you. I tell you, I've been wanting you on ever since I started this kind of stuff because, like I said, I know you know how to tell a story and you always have some excitement in it. And I want to say thank you, man, for doing what you do, for investing in these kids' lives. That means a whole lot. I really got to say that. Well, I, I greatly appreciate that, man. There's a lot more people than me that make it happen. And like I said, uh, you know, we just talked about it a little earlier. Pam Maynard, this community, these kids lost a great, great mentor right. for especially girls basketball. Oh yeah, you know, you thought about girls basketball, you thought about Pam Maynard, That's and true. she's just a great woman, and I'm glad to call her friend. And she taught me a lot of stuff about basketball, you know, along the way. But yeah, it's like I said, it's just uh, I appreciate you doing that. You know, there's a lot of coaches. I don't get paid anything, right? You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, like I said, man, uh, and like you said, too, I really appreciate you being on and sharing this. And like he said on here, folks, if you're listening and you're close to the Martin County area or Eastern Kentucky at all, go check this stuff out. Like I said, we got the big tournament going to be going on at the new Martin County High School up there, a uh, beautiful facility that they have now. Make sure to go and be a part of this kind of stuff. Go out there and be a part of your local sports teams uh, because when you invest into these kids' lives and you go out there and cheer them on, it really can change a life and it can really uh, push them to be something better than what they uh, are destined out to be if they didn't push themselves harder. 
So I really want to thank everybody and, and for that is being a part, but make sure you get out there and be a part of these kinds of things, folks. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's an amazing thing to watch happen and watch people be molded that way. So other than that, man, uh, like I said, I really appreciate you being on the show. Really appreciate you sharing these stories. Hopefully it hit somebody and it, and it's changed some thoughts in their head and it gets them out there to be a part of these community things and these, uh, these local high schools and things. But uh, other than that, man, uh, you got anything else you want to plug? You want to sell some cars while you're on here? Well, we all sell cars, you know. You can come see me at the, in Pikeville, Kentucky if you want a good deal on a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Hyundai, or Fiat. We've got all six uh, franchises in one location. There you go. <laughs> we're, we are, we're, we're just off the US 23. <laughs> yeah, go in there and give them a promo code of Well Dad Gum. They might help you out and get you a free bottle of water or something. Hey, exactly right. Might get a wool change or something like that in there, you know, throwing in on a deal. But come see us up there and check us out at uh, uh, Tim Short Pikeville dot com uh, you know if you're on the web or any of the you know websites that you're on get in there and type that in there and we got you know i think we've got over 20 some stores in the gym short network so if you're looking for any kind of vehicle we can get it for you and, and like i said that's how i make my livelihood and i'd love to you know take care of everybody and see him come up there and see me and get him a good deal and we send cars out every day sure enough man if you're even lucky he might share a little story with you that's right. He might get to come in there and get me to tell you uh, uh, maybe a football story or a referee story or something like that if you want to hear it. <laughs> well, other than that, man, I sure want to say thank you, Jay, man. Appreciate you for being on, and uh, I guess we'll talk at you next time, man. That'll work, brother. Anytime, man. Just give me a call. We'll see you.